Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today, honey. Where is everybody? Make sure everybody's in here. Make sure all my screens are up to par. Hope everybody's doing good. Give me just a second here. Okay, great. Yes, today I got time. Thank you guys so much. I'm really happy you guys liked my little artwork that I did this morning. <laughs> my little arts and crafts. I do arts and crafts every now and then. I usually don't post them. But this one I felt, you know what I'm saying, I had time today, cuz, okay? I had time to post today. So thank you guys for the feedback. You know, um, I never thought about having a do-it-yourself channel, but I enjoy watching some of those channels. And this was something different. So I'm glad y'all liked it. And it goes good with my bedroom decor. And thank you to the girl who peeped out that I am a glam minimalist. Thank you. That made me so happy. Like, good, somebody gets it. It feels so good not to have a cluttered bedroom with stuff everywhere. Remember my last bedroom, I had the shoe rack. I had my office in there. It was just too much. You know, now I have a separate place for everything. The shoe rack is in the guest bedroom. I have a big walk-in closet. So I don't have to worry about having anything in my bedroom space. All I really have is what I need. Some candles, you know what I'm saying? My TV, um, nightstands, you know what I mean? And like diffusers, you know, I like stuff to smell good. I'm, I'm big on smells, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, thank you for realizing that, that I'm a minimalist. If that's the minimalist, I can barely say the word, but that's what I am. And I'm proud of myself. Okay. Nisi says she's a minimalist too. Okay. That's what's up. I'm telling you, when I decluttered, it was the best thing I could have done for like my mental health. I mean, I was holding on to stuff, child, from damn shit, from my divorce, from 2005, from 2009. I got rid of a lot of stuff. I, I decluttered a lot of stuff and it just, it feels good. I gave away a bunch of clothes, shoes, you know, stuff that I just, I had to come to a realization. You're not going to fit into these jeans anymore. You're no longer a size five. You are a size nine. God, this feels weird to say that, but it is what it is. So gave away my size five jeans and I'm embracing my new shape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So thank you guys so much. It was, it was felt really good to like, just do that artwork and it, it looks good. The room just, bam, that's what I needed. Cause that's one of my favorite scriptures. And um, I'm glad I was able to just, you know, cause where I was looking to go buy another artwork with that scripture on it, everything was like between 50 to a hundred bucks and it just didn't go with my decor. So I'm like, why am I going to pay a hundred bucks and it don't go? So I just went to Hobby Lobby, honey. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about the deals. And I just got, you know, the paper was like a dollar 99 a piece. I got six pieces uh, the poster board was on sale 50% off. So it ended up costing $10, you know, and then the glues were like, I don't know, $5. So it wasn't really a whole lot. It was just mainly time. And I had time today, like I said. So hope you guys are doing good. There's a lot to talk about. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, D diva. Thank you. I decorated my bedroom myself. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've really gotten into this whole decorating thing. I finally did my Christmas tree. I did a glam Christmas tree. I haven't posted that yet. I haven't put up a Christmas tree in years, but I, I felt like doing one this year. So the tree turned out beautiful. I'm very proud of myself. Um, everything just kind of coordinates and goes together. 
unfortunately there's glitter everywhere. So I'm having a vacuum constantly because it's a glitter. They had like sprayed glitter on the tips of it, which, you know, I'm all about the shine, but I hate glitter, <laughs> but it looks beautiful on the tree. So um, let's see here. Super chat. Meanie 2202 says, T, stay safe. I'm in Southern Minnesota. I'm hearing that there's 74 miles per hour wind in Iowa. Yes, let's talk about that really quick um, before we move on to the story. If you are in the Midwest, I just posted this on my Instagram. I posted on Discord, especially if you're in like the Twin Cities area. There is some more tornadoes coming. I don't know what is going on with the weather, but this shit is very strange to me. Now, you guys remember I had posted the video on the Discord on Friday when we were having that blizzard. There was snow everywhere. I was literally trapped in the house. You know what I'm saying? Saturday morning. It was crazy. Well, now today I posted a new video and there's barely any snow on the ground. Most of it has melted. I was outside today in a t-shirt. It got up to about 50 degrees. This is not normal for Minnesota. You guys know for years I did deck chronicles on my Instagram page where I would just show you how much snow is on my deck and I would just talk. Like, oh, my God, look at all the snow. Oh, my God, it's so cold. But people really liked it. I don't know why. But unfortunately, in this house, I have no deck. And really, we have no snow. So there's nothing to report on. So today was announced this, this man on, on Instagram, no, on TikTok. And what I'm hearing is he predicted the last nighttime tornado. And it came to fruition. So a lot of people are very, very nervous. Let me play y'all the video really quick. Let me share my screen. Because I want everybody to be aware of what is going on. Okay, I posted this on Instagram. This is this man here. Listen to what he got to say. Once again, tonight, we are expecting yet another rare December outbreak of severe weather with nocturnal tornadoes. A potential derecho or strong line of storms will form around 5 to 6 p.m. and race to the northeast with hurricane force winds nearing 100 miles an hour and embedded tornadoes. The craziest thing about this is that there's currently snow on the ground in some of the places where this could happen. It's not necessarily likely, but I would not be surprised if we saw our first snow-nado this evening. Also, if a tornado is reported, it'll be the first ever in recorded history in December in this part of the world. Stuff like this usually does not happen this far north at this time of the year. If you are in the yellow, orange, or red zones, please be weather aware tonight. And of course, follow me because I'm going to be on it all evening. Okay, so y'all just heard what he said. Um, and you see Minnesota, where I'm at, is in the red. So right now, everybody's texting back and forth and sending everybody warnings. Um, you know, to get somewhere safe. My son has a basketball game. He just texted me, said that they're on their way back. So I think, I don't know if they ended the game early because yesterday he didn't get home till nine, but today they're coming back early. So there's definitely something going on. And yes, we can say it's global warming, but I, you know me, my, my tin hat is always damn tingling, okay? I think it's something way more sinister than that because I don't give a damn. That shit in Kentucky was not normal. And I felt so bad for those workers at that candle factory I love me some candles. Shit, I got a damn candle here. I keep candles. So I felt bad. Like, these people were doing their job. They're literally making candles for the rest of America, and the whole building just collapses on top of them. And then to hear them on Facebook Live just screaming for help and, you know, please help us. We're trapped. You know, by the grace of God, many of them were saved, but several people died, you know, in that building. But people died, you know, throughout Kentucky. And it came in the middle of the night. So I'm going to be up tonight. I'm going to be up listening for the sirens and shit. I don't think I'm going to sleep too well tonight because we're in the red zone. I've never heard of a tornado 
we had one tornado that came through here years ago, hit the north side, which was totally hard because that's the hood. I'm like, so you may tell me all the suburbs were saved, but the north side was hit. Only one person died in that random tornado. But tornadoes don't really come up this far, especially not in December. So something's not right. The weather has been weird um, for a while in Minnesota. It did not start getting cold until the day I went to the Rick Ross concert. That's when it kind of, the temperature dropped. It got real chilly that night. But before then, we've been sitting in the 40s and 50s, which is not normal for December. Usually around now, y'all know me, I'm complaining. I'm like, oh my God, it's negative 15. This is why I need to go to Atlanta. You know, but yeah, y'all haven't heard no complaints from me because there's no cold weather. You know, that was like the first complaint was last week when we had the blizzard. So I don't know, but if you're in the Midwest, please stay safe. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with the weather. I don't know if China's doing something, if it's harp, you know, geoengineering. It's a lot of things going through my head. But whatever it is, it's not normal. Even I have Southerners like it's not supposed to be this hot in the South. Like, yes, the, the South, you know, Texas, Atlanta, Florida. Granted, they're not Minneapolis, but Atlanta shouldn't be like in the 70s and 80s in the middle of December. It's at least like in the 50s. You know what I'm saying? So it's just weird all over the nation. But what's really surprising me is like Chicago, Minneapolis. Remember, it was just what, three years ago when, when Street meets Smollett was out here, you know, wandering through the blistering cold of Chicago to get a Subway sandwich. The blizzard was hitting his face. The noose was flying on his neck, but he had to get a Subway sandwich in the middle of a blizzard. This was just three years ago. Now Chicago has 70 degree weather in the middle of December. Can't make this shit up. I'm just saying. All right, let me go ahead and read some more Super Chats here. Um, oh, the screen is still up. I'm sorry, let me move that. Let's see here. Uh, Goth Boy said 9.99. What's up, Goth Boy? He says, "T, the weather is on some True Man Show shit." When Jim Carrey was trying to escape, they was trying to kill his ass with the weather machine. That's literally how it was in California, raining like a mofo. Ooh, y'all are getting rain like that in Cali. Y'all know usually Cali, y'all be crying for rain. So y'all are getting rain in Cali. The South is scorching hot. The Midwest is hot. I don't know what's going on. But thank you. And I did watch that video that you sent me about that pastor and what he thought about Chris Benoit. So thank you. I checked it out this morning and I agree with him. I'm glad I'm not the only person who saw the spiritual side of that, whatever you want to call it. So thanks. Um, Coco Taylor. Hey, sis. She said 999. She says, hey, sis, here in Kansas City, the winds are up to 80 miles per hour plus rain. Not to mention the weird warm weather today. Anyways, you look great, sis. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, I don't know what is going on right now, but everybody's saying the same thing. And that's why I have posted earlier in the Discord, like, where are all my Midwest people? Is it warm where you're at in the Midwest? And literally everybody was saying it was warm. Like, I was on my porch in a T-shirt. That never happens in December. Usually I have on a damn Vikings hat, a scarf, gloves, and a coat. Okay. So for me to be out there in a Wakanda t-shirt, I'm like, damn, am I in Wakanda right now? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Just crazy. Um, let's see. Jose from Texas says, laugh my ass off. I love your snow videos, auntie. It's currently Swampy Soup 75 in Houston. I'll trade you for a week to see snow hit the like button, y'all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Uh, stay cool down there. I've heard people had to turn on their ACs. It's been so hot in the South, which is crazy. Um, 
Shannon Harrell says, I'm in Omaha and it was 70 today. Warnings, but what was weird to me was the ground was wet and not a cloud in the sky all day. Wow. Thank you so much, Shannon. Appreciate you. Um, S. Marlene Odom says, it was 65 degrees in Chicago, tomorrow 63. Yeah, something is, is I don't know, something is going on. Um, DJ Bulletson, $2, says, I'm a minimalist by default because I'm dirt poor. Child, <laughs> thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you for, you know what I'm saying, still showing me some love, even though you're going through it. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Tay Hawk uh, sent 20, says, hey, T, love you, hun. We got the same bedroom set, LOL. All right, twinning, hey, thank you. Thank you for the super chat, love. So I want to come on here. We got to talk about this whole Meg the Stallion thing, honey, okay? So we're going to segue from the weather. We're going to talk about good old Meg. She's out here ranting again. Now, if you guys don't know, her and Tori, they're doing all this. They're getting ready for like the hearing for the whole trial. And so there's been a lot of documents leaking online. And a lot of the stuff is kind of making people give Meg the side eye. And some of the things that I was speculating happened, it seems like it might have some validity. If you guys remember, I was telling y'all when everything first broke out, and once I realized Meg and Kelsey, who were supposedly best friends for years, were no longer friends, I deduced that, hey, they was fucking the same guy. It's usually when best friends fall out. It's usually something with a man or money. Um, so what they're saying is that supposedly Megan got into a fight with Kelsey. You know, they're saying that it came out during that drunken night because I believe they were all drunk. She drinks all the time. We know he's a damn alcoholic as well. Um, I believe they were all drunk. You know, and maybe Kelsey noticed something like, okay, I'm fucking Tory, but it seems like y'all are a bit too close. Like, what's good? Either way, from what reports are saying, they started arguing and a fight ensued. And supposedly, Tori was like, he was trying to protect his, his girl. So there's a lady named Nancy Dillon, and she's been there. Um, I forgot what news outlet she works for, but she's been the one spilling tea on Twitter. So I'm going to show you guys some of her tweets here, what she's been posting on, on social media. So she says, first witness in the Tory Lane's prelim was LAPD officer Sandra Krabal. She sound, she responded to shots fired investigation. Says Megan was in a panic, frantic. Says the firearm found under Lane's passenger seat was warm to the touch, suggesting the firearm had been used. Then she goes on to say Tory Lane's defense lawyer, Sean Holly, questioned Stoger, whatever, Stoner, on the dispute that led up to the shooting. She said an argument in the car escalated when it was revealed that Tori and Megan had been in some type of intimate relationship. Moving on. Um, then she goes on to say, Holly said the other woman in the car, Megan's former assistant slash friend, who, had also, who, who also had a romantic interest in Tori, became jealous and claimed that Meg backdoored her. Moving on, Holly suggested that Tori later told the police, I was just trying to protect my girl. 
She asked, she asked Detective Stoger if he knew about the statement citing police body cam footage. So supposedly there's this body cam footage. I looked on the internet. It's not out yet. Supposedly it's going to be brought out during trial where Tory's going to come out and say he was trying to protect his girl. Now, which girl he was trying to protect? I don't know. I'm assuming it might've been Kelsey since Meg got shot. I'm not sure, but that's what they're saying that there's body cam footage of him saying this. So then they go on to say, uh, Judge Keith Boron, Borjan uh, said he finds probable, probable cause to send Tory Lanez to trial, ordered him back on January 13th. She also goes on to say an intoxicated Tory Lanez allegedly shouted, dance, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Harlem Knights? What do you mean dance, bitch? <laughs> Before shooting at the feet of Megan the Stallion, according to testimony from LAPD Detective Ryan Stogner, uh, who interviewed Megan after the incident. I mean, you can't make this shit up. This just sounds like a Hollywood script. You, pow, pow, dance, bitch! <laughs> what? Who tells somebody to dance before you shoot them in the foot? Sounds like a Hollywood script to me. Something happened. I don't know what, but something happened. Um, so anyways, then it came out today that supposedly, you know, a lot of the news outlets were reporting what was reported at the thing. So now Megan, of course, is in her feelings and she's mad. So let me go ahead and pull this up. I know y'all couldn't see my feet, but you know, me moving gave y'all the visuals. I mean, it's like, what the hell? Like it's Harlem Nights. Pow, pow, dance. Let me pull this up here. So Pop Crave, shout out to them. They're tea sippers. They posted this on their uh, Twitter page. Oh, I got a lot of screens open. Give me a second here. Okay. All right, let me show y'all what Megan had to say about everything. All right. Uh, so Megan says, like I've been shot, capital S-H-O-T. And the focuses on these headlines are dismissing that I was attacked with a weapon while I was unarmed and trying to paint it as a cat fight between friends. Why do I have to relive this with everyone on the internet every day and watch y'all gaslight me? Then she says, don't blog slash journalist have to have accurate, credible sources before going with the story. Or is it just like a new, I got paid to post this or heard out of my homegirls type policy these days? Girl, sit down. That came straight from the damn court records. The lady was at damn court taking notes, okay? Stop the foolishness. I get tired of every time shit goes viral and the blogs are talking about it. Hey, welcome home. Hey. And the blogs are talking about it. Here comes all this shaming. Y'all don't have the right to post this. The hell we do shit. Y'all brought this into our consciousness. You came out doing live streams about, you know what I'm saying, this shooting and showing pictures of your foot. Tori went into hiding. Kelsey ain't said shit. Fuck that bitch. We're invested in this drama. We want to know what the hell damn happened. If he shot you, he should go to jail. If you're lying, maybe you should go to jail. I don't know, but something ain't adding up with this whole story. Now, Kelsey... She was creeping on the shade room, so she decided to say this on the shade room. 
But yeah, all that. Now, yeah, I'm glad y'all pulled out the tiny violins. Hell no. Nah. We, yeah, we're going to report on this. We're going to dig through the transcripts and we're here for all of Nancy Dillon's tea, ma'am. Okay. Sorry. We just are. So let me, let me pull, <laughs> let me pull it what the hell Kelsey had to say. I'm going to make sure this is the, you know, there's so many damn stories that the shade room be posting. Is this the one with Kelsey? Where the hell that one go with Kelsey? Shade room, messy as hell. She want me mad at everybody. You need to call it the damn shade room. They done posted this shit three times back to back. You mad at Nancy? Looks like the shade room's the one who won't shut the fuck up. So let me go ahead and show y'all this. This is all the shade room been posting, but she mad at Nancy though. Look. <laughs> shade room just won't stop. You know, when they get a hold of something, they're going to run with it. So they posted this, then they posted this, and then Kelsey came with this. So let me read y'all what Kelsey said. So after they posted this, Kelsey said, this is all cat shake my head. Then she replied back to somebody in the comment section. She says, at tea with baby, I'm not worried about no NDA. This is real life shit. NDA ain't stopping no one. Trust me, my time to speak is coming. Let's let them get their, let's let them get all their stories out. I'm the one with nothing to hide or lie about. Difference between me and them. Celebrities will do and say and say whatever to save face. So even right there, Kelsey is hinting that somebody's lying. Somebody's not being truthful. She claims she's about to, you know, spill the tea soon. Damn it, Kelsey, when? You've been spilling this damn dry ass tea since 2020. We're waiting. Okay. Spill it on social media. No, I'm just playing. I know she's going to spill it in a court of law. I get that. But yeah, we've been waiting for a while. But yeah, Meg, I, sorry, ma'am. You, you're not going to shame the media for doing their job, okay? That's what they do. They're going to, you know, sensationalize the headlines. You know what I'm saying? But at this point, we just want to know what happened. And, you know, we'll stand with you if he's found guilty. If he's found guilty, we stand with you. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I said, I don't have a dog in this fight. I believe that they were all drunk as hell on some fuck shit. So I don't have really, I don't have a dog in this fight. But I do want to know what happens, you know? And if he's found innocent and they find that he did nothing wrong, then, you know, at that point, he has to decide what he wants to do. But it, it just sounds like it was a lot of stuff going on between the three of them. And maybe they weren't honest with each other. You know, they weren't honest. You know, Tori smashing both girls, probably telling Megan one thing, telling Kelsey one thing, you know, who knows? So it just sounds like a ratchet ass love triangle gone wrong, honey. But something happened, you know, so we're going to have to wait for that. But yeah, no, man, you can't shame and gaslight me. Sorry. I'm a report on this shit. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Demaya Robertson, 499, said it's almost 80 degrees in Dallas. This is crazy. That is insane for December weather to be 80 degrees in Texas. Wow, that's insane. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Hey, Misty. Missy uh, Blue 89 says, hey, T, looking lovely as usual. Let me know if you want a conspiracy video playlist for you when recovering from surgery. I'll send it in the Discord. Yes. Please send it to me because I will be recovering. So that would be perfect. And if they're on YouTube, we can watch them on the Rave app together. So, yes, definitely send them to me. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Tasia Julie says, hey, T, new Discord member, thank you for your thoughtful advice on my previous roommate. 
situation in the Zoom. I'm applying your advice and slowly but surely moving on. Love you. You are the best. Oh, I remember you from the other night. I'm so glad that the advice I gave you is helping. I'm glad that you're learning to, you know, let that baggage go because narcissists are some of the worst people out here. You know what I'm saying? So you were, that's just what it was. You were attacked by a narcissist. And um, I'm just happy that you were able to come in and, and share your story with us and that things are going better for you. That makes me happy, especially in your line of work. You have to be all there mentally. So good luck to you in the future. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Ken sent 499 says, show my favorite, showing my favorite YouTuber some love and wishing you speedy recovery with your upcoming surgery. My sense of decorating style is bohemian decor. I know that's right. Bohemian decor is definitely beautiful. It's really chill. So thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate the love. Um, Molly C says, hey, T, I haven't caught a live in a while. I've caught up on all the playbacks. Big congratulations on all your success with Spotify. You deserve all the blessings. I live close to the cities as well. Thank you so much, Molly. And thank you for coming through today. I appreciate you. Um, J-Hope watches, says global warming makes summer longer. I had a white Christmas years ago, but for years in GA, December is warm. Warm weather with rain and wind can lead to a tornado. Yes, I believe that. And I think that's why it's so warm up here. That's what might have caused that tornado the other um, day in Kentucky because the weather has just been unusually warm. So thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Oh my gosh, EJ the Supreme sent $100. Thank you so much, EJ. He says, hello, T, I've been watching you since 2016. Please pray for my uncle Isaiah. He's in critical care and needs all the prayers he can get for a full recovery. Thank you and God bless you and your family. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you reaching out and we will definitely keep your uncle in prayer. Y'all definitely throw him some love. Send his uncle some prayers. It's a lot of stuff going on out here with so many people. So I definitely wish you and your family the best. Um, thank you for just taking time away from what you're going through to join me today. That means a lot to me. So thank you for that. Um, let's see here. Lewis Perkins says, I'm in Kansas City as well, and the weather is batshit crazy right now. Our lights went out as soon as you went live. I literally almost hit, it literally almost hit 80 degrees today. I'm listening for sirens. Wow. So it seems like it's just going really crazy everywhere. I just, I don't get it. It's getting really bad. Um, let's see here. Kate sent 10. She said, this is pink nail polish on the discord. Your hair is slate and your lip gloss is popping. Love you. Love you too, sis. And thanks for stopping through. I appreciate you. Um, Miss Nisa, Nisa, hopefully I said it right. She sent 1999. She says, you're a real one wishing you Godspeed recovery on your upcoming surgery. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you for that. So, you know, like I said, with the whole Kelsey Tory situation, I refuse to make, you know, to feel one way or another. I just want the facts to be delivered. And then at that time, I want to hear either guilty or not guilty. But she has to understand that this is a story that you helped to blow up, that you helped bring to the masses. People ran to have your back. You know what I'm saying? Remember, protect all black women. People ran to have your back and support you. You cannot get upset now that there's information coming out that you may not agree with. Because again, these people are putting out information that's in the docket. This woman is not making up stuff. If you go through the legal docket, 
everything that woman Nancy is saying is in there. So you might want to take it up with the police because that's what they saw and that's what they heard. You can't get mad at the journalist for repeating what was in the information. So um, I want to talk next. I'm going to save the Billie Eilish thing for last. I really, I'm going to hit on I'm going to save that for last. We got to talk about this man in Maryland. <coughs> Excuse me. This story in Maryland is so disturbing. Um, I had did the podcast the other day with BL Sherelle. Shout out to her. And we were talking about ghost guns and just the rise in violence in general all over the country. I don't care what state you live in. Um, there's just violence. It's like people are just running amok right now. And so shortly after that, I had a lot of people in Baltimore hitting me up and saying that there was this entire murder, gosh, S word, because I can't say, I don't even know what to use and replace S word, honey. It was a murder S word. And so I went to go and research it. And this man literally took to his social media page, he took to Facebook and he went live. And he was basically complaining about how his his ex-wife and his current girlfriend, they put him through so much stuff and that he had just got done offing the current girlfriend. And now he was on the way to the ex-wife's house. And at the end, the ex-wife opens the door and he's like, there she is. I got to go. And he drops the camera or something. And it was just so creepy to know that as soon as she opened the door, she would be killed. Very disturbing stuff. Um, I don't even know if I can play y'all the video. I think they're trying to scrub the video off of the net. Um, I'll play a snippet. I don't want to play too much. I'm not going to play to the end. I'll play a snippet, but if you want to see it, it's in the Discord. Um, let me go ahead and show y'all this real quick. This is going on. Thank you all. Um, I've been going through a custody battle. I've been going through um, having my ex-wife say I molested my children and all kinds of craziness. Been fighting for custody for three years. So, uh, you know, shit has been real crazy. So, Oliver, you know about this. Um, going through it with my ex-wife, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, start dating somebody new and she got pregnant. And, um, you know, we got in a fight first thing she does. Right then, she's going to do the same thing. You're never going to see your kids, blah, blah, blah. It's the holidays, man. I don't have no family, nothing. Anyway, I just did something crazy, man. I just shot my ex-girlfriend in the head. Okay. Let me show y'all this. Oh, no, let me come back. Hold on, I remember that. I didn't want him to go through the whole explanation. I'm going to show y'all the news clip next. But um, he ends up... And he said, and he's like in this calm voice, just very eerie. He's just talking so calm, like he didn't just take this woman's life. And then he's on his way to go take another woman's life. So let me play you guys the news clip that goes with the video. Give me just it's a second. Okay, Sunday. here it is. Sunday night, I'm Jamie Costello. He announced on social media and he never thought he'd be that guy. But police say that guy gunned down his girlfriend in Baltimore on Saturday, drove to Columbia, where he also shot and killed his ex-wife before taking his own life. Today, police have identified some of the people involved in this. WMAR News' Jeff Hager has more on these tragic events. 
reportedly saying he would never go to jail. The gunman followed up one murder with another murder before taking his own life. Police say 44-year-old Rajesh Sharif Black kicked in a door to gain entry into his unidentified girlfriend's home here on Marshall Street in Baltimore's Federal Hill around 1.30 Saturday afternoon and then gunned her down in cold blood. Again, we're talking about an instance where uh, someone simply just can't resolve a domestic conflict in a better way. And we have to get to a point where we're all holding people accountable that we know uh, that we can move on in our lives, people can move on in their lives, and you should not be able to take their life away. But Black wasn't finished just yet. Police say he then drove to the house of his ex-wife, 42-year-old Wendy Natalie Black in Columbia, announcing his intention to kill her as well, as well as killing himself on social media. Seconds later, he did just that, a matter of minutes before Baltimore police called their counterparts in Howard County to try to warn them that he'd be heading their way. Howard County Police were called to the 7300 block of Edenbrook Drive here in Columbia just after 2 o'clock today. The call came in that shots had been fired in the area. When our officers arrived, they found two people deceased in the vestibule of an apartment building uh, here in the area. We have also learned that Black had his two young children in his car when he drove to Howard County. Fortunately, they did not witness any of the violence. Police discovered them in a car in the parking lot outside where he claimed the second life and then took his own. Reporting in Howard. <clears throat> okay, let me come back on the screen. So you guys just heard the news clip. The whole situation is disturbing, but there's a lot of misinformation out there as well. And I want to help try and clear up some of the, the misinformation. Um, first and foremost, Excuse me. I don't like how people will say things like, oh, you know, black women always date thugs. She should have chose better. He looks like a thug. Well, let me let me show you all what he really looks like outside of that Facebook video. OK, because if, if this is a thug, damn, where do we find this type of thug? You know, it's like it's almost like people say things automatically to try and shame black women. So let me show y'all this. We have a few pictures here. So this this is him. He's not a thug at all. He's an anesthesiologist. Okay. This is him at work. Um, he had a good job. He made good money. He's an anesthesiologist. And somebody even put there's there's a few people in the discord who know him personally, they even know the women who died. So they're taking it pretty hard. Um, somebody had posted this on YouTube as well in the comment section. I screenshotted it. I screenshotted most of it before, um, you know, in case they delete the video. So let me share this with y'all. So this is what somebody was saying here. They were saying, damn, Jay worked with us as a nurse anesthesiologist at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Largo, Maryland, before being let go eight months ago. Always seemed to be a nice guy. Depression is really a serious thing. Rest in peace to those women. Wow. And then somebody asked why he was let go. And they were saying basically the hospital was going through a lot of major restructuring. And the anesthesia group was a part of the contract that was canceled. So they're saying maybe that might have stressed him out. You know, who knows? So folks were saying, one, black women like dating thugs. This is what thugs do. 
clearly he wasn't a thug. Clearly he was a well-to-do guy who made good money, got laid off. Okay. What a lot of people also don't realize is his ex-wife was black, but the current girlfriend was not black. She was an Asian woman. So you, you see how people like spin narratives and they're not even true. Let me pull up her picture here real quick. Give me just a second. Where's the other screen? I'll be having like 65 screens up. Okay, here it is. They ended up finding finding the ex-girlfriend on Discord. So we posted in the Discord. But this is his ex-girlfriend, the one that he killed. She's an Asian woman, and she worked in the medical field as well. I'm sure this is probably where they met, was in the medical facility, because this looks like the background of his picture. So I'm saying all that to say this, Okay. We need to stop assuming certain things without the full picture. One, he wasn't some bum-ass thug on the street. He had, a, he had at one point, a good job, went to school, went to college. Black women dating thugs, we can stop spinning that narrative because if that's the case, was the Asian woman dating a thug? Because she was with him. You know, the thing that's really scary is that, one, there's a lot of mental health issues going on right now. People are depressed. People are going through it. But at the end of the day, this does not excuse what he did. And I don't like the fact that there's a narrative being spun like, oh, well, you know, sorry that the women were killed, but women should be putting men through child support or shouldn't be stressing guys out. Now, are there bad women out here who do take advantage of the court system, who do use their children as pawns? Absolutely. And you guys know I've held those type of women to task. I don't agree with it. Child support is supposed to be for the support of the child, not for you to live a lavish lifestyle, right? I've always said this, but that does not excuse his behavior, whatever he was going through. And for me, when I'm looking at this, okay, because people want to spin this like this was, you know, black women, black women, you can't date black women. They just whatever, whatever, you know, we're always the bearer of bad news. We're just, you know, we're at the bottom of the totem pole. We're just the worst people on fucking social media, not in the real world on social media. So I'm seeing all of this black women talk and black women drove him to this, but I'm confused. The first woman was black. The second woman was an Asian. So at this point, he's the common denominator because, so you mean to tell me then the Asian woman also was coming and threatening him with child support and all this stuff. And the wife was even, the ex-wife was even saying in court documents that she was scared for her life. She'd been petitioning the courts for months to provide her with protection because she was scared he was going to do something to her and the kids. So maybe that dark side that the ex-wife saw eventually it manifested and the Asian woman saw it as well. You know, so you can't just leave it as, you know, this is black women and child support. When again, like I said, his current girlfriend is not even black. And she all of a sudden started doing the same thing as well. He's the common denominator in all this. You know what I'm saying? I think the whole situation is tragic, but I just hate how people use this as, a, and as an excuse to bash women or to say that, you know, all women are just out here for child support and this and that. Like I said, you have women who aren't shit. Just like you have guys who aren't shit. 
You have guys who will literally leave their entire family and not think twice about the children that they produced. Serena Williams' father is being accused of this. He totally abandoned his first family. And people don't even know about his first set of kids. They're out here on a hobo tour letting everybody who will listen know that the King Richard movie is wrong and that he left the kids at the age of eight and they hadn't seen him since. They didn't see him again until his other daughters were blowing up. Another guy, Steve Harvey, totally abandoned his older black twins and his older black kids, but won't step, won't leave her, uh, Lori Harvey's name out of his mouth for nothing. Every five minutes, Lori this, Lori that. How about you talk about your damn twins? And remember, he left them. He abandoned them for his career. So much so he had to bring them on his show and apologize to them and break down in tears. So you have people who do certain things in relationships that are unbecoming. It can happen from the male perspective or the female perspective. Like I said, we've had women out here use their children as tools and as pawns and things like that. But for this situation, I'm not saying that she couldn't have been lying on him and stressing him out. But again, for it to be two different women, I had to side out of the situation. I think this was a man who was fed up. He was very upset. And let's not forget he had the kids. People are forgetting that part of the story. The kids were with him. So how bad was it how he was not able to see his children if he had the kids with him when he went to go do not one but two murders? So I don't know. It's it's real out here. Um, it's sad. It's really, really sad, you know, and I think before anybody gets to this point, please seek help. Please seek counseling. Reach out to friends and family. You know, going to social media after you've off somebody, it's a little bit too late then. And we need to make we need to make a, a safe space for men to feel like they can talk about these issues, because that's another issue in society that we tell young boys, don't cry, suck it up. That's just part of being a man. Stress is stress. And it takes a toll on the human body in the same way, regardless if you're a man or a woman. So we need to have spaces for men to be able to talk about these issues and things that they're going through. You know what I'm saying? In a safe manner, in a safe manner and in a way that can help them resolve the issue. And as women, we should not be using our children as pawns using our children to, you know what I'm saying, to deny the father access to the child if he's a good father. Now, if he's a crappy father, I get it. But if he's a good father and a decent person, we shouldn't be playing those games just because he's moved on to somebody else. But I just, I really want to talk about this and clear this up because I was just seeing way too many people running with this story like, Black women, y'all, yep, this is your warning and y'all need to watch out and, and this is why Black women keep getting killed. I'm like, well, one of them wasn't even Black. Why y'all so quick to always, you know, put all this shit on Black women? Any woman can be a gold digger. Any woman can play games like this and use their children as pawns. So let's stop the foolishness and let's normalize, you know what I'm saying, people getting treatment for mental health. Let's normalize Black men, especially talking about their problems before it gets to the point where he's talking about his problems on Facebook after he's already taken a life. So I, I that's what I wish for in 2022, because some of the comments I was seeing just defending this was kind of sickening. I, I don't think there's, there's there's no defending this. It's not OK. 
at the end of the day, no matter what he was going through, like, I get it. I get the stress. I get, you know, going through divorce and the anger and the bitter and the animosity. Trust me, I've been there. I get it. But killing somebody is not the answer. Now, both of these children are left without, well, I, I don't think the other lady had the kid. She was pregnant. So that baby's not here. But the other two children, they're left without a mother and a father. A matter of fact, one of the young girls in my Discord, when her and her siblings were younger, her mom's boyfriend killed the mother in front of them. And she says, as a child, that's a trauma that you never get over. You know, she's writing it in there, you know, getting it off her chest. And that just broke my heart because this is something that she experienced as a child. And it's still she's like in her 30s now and it still affects her to this day. And it took a long time for her brother to even be able to communicate. You know, you're with your mom one minute. The boyfriend comes and, you know, takes your mom out. And you never see your mother again. So this is very traumatic. The only thing I can say good from this story is that those babies were not there to witness the murder. And is that the fact that he didn't kill the daughters. Thank God he didn't take them out as well. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of evil stuff going on in this world. So, like I say, just stay prayed up. Because that is just very, when I heard that story, it just made my heart sink. And it just made it even worse when I was seeing people like low-key condoning it or using it as an aha moment. See, everything I've said about child support, look at this. And it's like, dude, like, come on, seriously? Let, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um, let's see here. Um, Marlon Harrison. Hey, Marlon. Send 30 says, hey, T, I loved your last podcast. I use that to help me work out and it really helped. P.S. If you ever want to do a podcast on what we're going through in the education system, please let me know. Definitely will do. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Miss Scully B. Sam Fai says, hey, sis, good luck with your surgery. I can't wait for the Christmas Zoom party. Shout out to the Discord fam and everyone who supports you. Love you. Love you, too. And thank you. And like I said in the last meeting, we're going to move the party up to <laughs> this Friday because I'm not going to be able to do it um, Christmas Eve because I won't be here. So we'll do it this Friday, though. So I'm excited. But thank you so much. Um, Mo Goodies, Mo Goodies 0618 send five. She says, hit the like button, please. And thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, you guys, please hit the like button if you guys are enjoying the stream. Thank you. Uh, Rona Full says, there needs to be consequences for judges that deny protection orders and people get victimized. They literally have blood on their hands. It makes no sense. I sent you the UFO in Chicago video to you. Okay, perfect. Um, I'll check the email and I'll check Discord because I don't know where you sent it, but thank you. Um, yeah, I do think it's really sad that you have, you know, judges not taking domestic violence situations seriously, you know. And the thing is, unfortunately, if he wanted to off that woman, he was going to do it anyways. But if you watch the end of the video, it's just so creepy because she opens the door and he's like, gotta go. And I'm just like, wow, it's very heartbreaking. Um, Let's see here. All about me says many black men were defending him out of hatred for us. Yeah, I saw that. And it was just really sad. I was just like, wow, like y'all are really defending this. And half y'all don't even know the full story. I don't even know that it wasn't two black women, you know. But yeah, I saw a lot of that. And I thought it was kind of 
I, I didn't like it. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Abby Boykin sent 10 says, hey, T, it's Abs World 88 on Discord. I can't wait for your China deep dive video. Would love for you to do a Ric Flair also. Playing, praying for a speedy recovery. Love you. Love you too. And thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. TT26 Entertainment says, hey, love you. My coworker showed me a hookah toy for kids that blows bubbles. What the F are wrong with these toy companies? Child, why would you want a child to even play around with a hookah? It, it doesn't make any sense. But thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. So now I want to get on the Billy Ellish topic before I go. Um, shout out to Billy Ellish. I don't really talk about her on this channel. No, I don't think I've ever done a damn Billy Ellish anything. But um, she came out. And she did an interview with Howard Stern. And she's basically talking about how she got addicted to pornography and first started watching porn at the tender age of 11. And for a long time, she thought that that's how she's supposed to act when she becomes sexual with a man. Um, She would compare herself to porn stars. And, you know, she's talking about something that a lot of women do not talk about especially young women. I'm still shocked that she's only 19. I always think that Billie Eilish is a bit older. So I'm going to play you guys the clip here of Billie Eilish doing her interview and um, her talking about how she ended up addicted to pornography. This is really brave of her. Billie Eilish is opening up about her sex life and her first time watching porn. The 19-year-old Grammy winner was on the Howard Stern Show on Tuesday and talked about the inspiration behind her song, Male Fantasy, which has a verse about porn. During the conversation, she revealed she first watched porn when she was 11 years old. As a woman, I think porn is a disgrace, and I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching porn when I was, like, 11. Wow. And, um, you know, it's... I, I didn't understand why it was a, a bad thing. I thought, I thought that's how you learned how to have sex. The bad guy songstress told Howard that watching it helped her feel like, quote, one of the guys, and that she would talk about porn before she realized how bad it was. I think it really destroyed my brain, and um, I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. I think that I had like sleep paralysis and these like almost like night terrors slash just nightmares because of it. And I think that's how they started because I would just watch abusive, you know, BDSM. And that's what I thought was attractive. And I just didn't, I, it got to a point where like, I like didn't, I couldn't watch anything else. Like unless it was violent, I like didn't think it was attractive. And I had, was a virgin. I, I had never done anything. Billy added that watching abusive porn led to problems when she started getting sexually active. The first few times I, you know, had sex, I was not saying no to things that were that good. And it's because I thought that that's what I was supposed to be attracted to. And I just, I am, I'm so angry that porn is so loved and I'm so angry at myself for for thinking that it was okay and and um it it, it just is 
the, the way that like vaginas look in porn is crazy no vaginas look like that women's bodies don't look like that we don't come like that we don't enjoy things that are what it looks like people are enjoying okay so y'all just seen that um i gotta give her a hand clap that took a lot for her to come out and say something like that I see a lot of people in the chat saying, oh, it's bad parenting. Where are her parents? How the hell is your 11-year-old watching porn? Kids have access to so much stuff that you would not believe. Because some of the shit that I learned from these young people in my Discord, I'm like, y'all was doing this at 10. Y'all was creating whole second lives. And people could come to your second life and sleep with you on the couch. And you're 8, 9, and 10. Kids are exposed to stuff and like things that parents would not even be able to wrap their mind around. So I think instead of just blaming the parent, because what people don't understand from cell phones, even today, I sent this to my telegraph group. I'm literally just trying to find some information for the stream today. Minding my business. What do I see? Two girls on my timeline on Twitter that I do not follow eating each other out. If you're in my telegraph, put a teacup in. Ain't but four, y'all. But, you know, it's like six of us total. But I even posted that today on telegraph. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't even do searches for stuff without being inundated on my Twitter timeline with porn. People be thinking I'd be over-exaggerating. I'm not. I literally be minding my own business, honey. And now this sudden, got some big old titties in my face, big old dick in my face. I'm like, damn, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Can I at least get a bowl of cereal first before you just start hitting me in the face with porn? So it's not about necessarily the parents not being parents. Porn is everywhere. And this was, they conditioned us. You got to realize this goes so much deeper. They conditioned it to the point where we just think this is normal. Um, matter of fact, one of the mods, uh, Dark Princess says, same. Porn had, a, porn had an effect on me too. I thought that's how women were supposed to act. Yeah, and I remember when I first came to your page, I said, well, damn, all your anime were naked, big old titties. And I was like, did you draw all of this? <laughs> You're not, no judgment. But I was shocked because she's so young. But all her stuff was like, you know, like naked anime, very talented sister. You know what I mean? But yes, it does take a toll on you. It does make you, you know sexualize women and and compare yourself and think that you know what you see in porn is how you're supposed to behave in the bedroom but what people don't understand honey just like in movies everything is scripted if you ever i've been one day i went down a rabbit hole maybe i'll do a dark dive a, a deep dark dive on um confessions of porn stars like the dark side of the industry and I remember by the time I got done reading what some of these porn stars were saying, what they had to go through, I was in shock. Everything from holding certain positions, having to have your leg up a certain way, and they're filming, and it's not glamorous. It's not normal, you know, just sex. They're having to catch certain shots, and you have to make sure that you flush your system out two, three days in advance, can't eat if you're going to do it anal scene and it's a lot of stuff man they were writing a lot of shit on reddit and i was reading it like wow i wouldn't have thought but understand this is all by design and it started way back in the day with playboy that's why people kind of got mad at me like oh you're 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 dragging holly madison that's wrong and as women we should stick together 
My issue is people like Holly benefit from this depraved lifestyle. And then once they're old and washed up, then they want to holler me too. Okay. That's my issue. Because again, there was nothing, you know, copacetic about Hugh. He's always been a sexual deviant. Let's keep that real. But because folks were chasing a bag and chasing fame, it was okay. But it was things like porn magazines and, you know, Playboy that normalized it to the point now where, you, you know, even back in the day, you didn't have access to porn like that. You had to sneak into somebody's little stash. And they only shot it like in certain places in the Valley in Cali. Now anybody can be a porn star. You and your boyfriend be like, hey, we're about to get it on and record ourselves and upload it directly to Pornhub. So I, I, I respect her. I respect this conversation, especially coming from somebody so young, because y'all don't understand how addictive porn is. It really is. You know, I talk to a lot of my homeboys and they even talk about it. You know, like from watching it constantly and you're, you know, I'm trying not to make this vulgar. Sorry, if there's children, go, go play with Play-Doh. You know what I mean? Where you're constantly jerking off all the time to the point where some of these men, by the time they're 25, 26, 27, they need Viagra. Why do you need Viagra at the age of 26? Your shit should be strong, strong as an ox. Your shit should stand straight up. But because these kids have been jerking off since the age of damn 10, back to back to back, they got to use Viagra in their damn 20s. Am I lying? I don't know if any guys in here want to admit it, but these are conversations I have with my homeboys. I'm just telling y'all what they think. I'm not a man. They're the ones spilling this porn tea to me. And they've even said that, you know, them watching porn so much and, you know, constantly doing that has made it where it's hard for them to just get up now when they see a, a natural woman or sex is not the same or they feel like, oh, well, you know, my fantasy in my head. And let's all keep it real. I, I know this is a, the running joke on YouTube that I look like the porn star Jada Fire. OK, we've, we've already established that. And, you know, and I've had guys tell me, like, if they couldn't find her, they would watch me on YouTube. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear about you because I don't even talk like that. Like, I don't I don't want to hear about it. But it gets to the point where you're seeing people in a sexual manner constantly. Constantly. That's how I found out that I look like Jadify. I didn't know who the hell she was. It was so many guys coming at me when I first came on YouTube. Like, are you Jadifier? Who the hell's Jadifier? Then I, you know, went to Google and I found out, okay, oh God. And we really do look alike. We're kind of shaped alike. She's brown skin, big titties, big eyes. Yes, I get it. But the fact that I'm talking about real shit and you guys are seeing Jadifier instead of lovely tea tells me that you're addicted to porn. <laughs> Because it was so many young dudes asking me, was I her? Every time she trends, your twin is trending. I see, I see who, who dick she's sucking now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I respect Billie Eilish or Eilish. Sorry if I'm saying her name wrong. I respect her. I think this is a conversation that young people need to have. And the fact that she started watching at 11, that is more normal than you guys think. So a lot of people talking, not my child, you shit. Your child probably got a whole porn collection somewhere on their phone that you don't even know about because they be having secret folders and shit. These kids be doing too damn much, okay? 
They be doing a lot. Y'all parents better wake up. So I, I don't know, man, but I respect her. I, I respect her for this. When this is who we need to applaud. Young people who are seeing the error of their ways and saying, yo, this is a disgrace. I was addicted to it. I thought that all, you know, the JJs look like this. I thought I had to do this. You know what I'm saying? None of that stuff teaches you romance. It's just about getting a quick, you know what I'm saying? And, and moving on about your business. But that's not how relationships work, you know? And it's sad because so many kids are desensitized. Sex is not the same for a lot of the younger generation. You know, sucks to be y'all. <laughs> Shit. But um, yeah, you know, people just not even caring. Not even caring to please the woman. Not even caring if she gets hers. Just all about, you know, what they see in porn, men being, you know, rough and violent and, you know, BDSM, just all types of stuff. It's not, you know, from what I hear from the younger people, sex ain't the same. You know, my generation, we still getting it in, honey. We weren't, we weren't that addicted. But it is. It's a very addictive thing and, and stuff like that. So I, I respect her. But like, you know, the, the Hugh Hefner bunnies, they can kick rocks. I, I, I just don't care because they ushered in a bunch of bullshit. Okay. And they had a lot of girls thinking like that was what it was to be a woman, to sit here and be the fucking sixth, seventh, eighth girlfriend to some decrepit millionaire for a bag. I don't respect it, but I, I respect Billy. I respect what she's coming out and what she's saying. I think this conversation needs to be had. I think more young people need to understand the seriousness of porn addiction. I mean, think about it. If we can be addicted to video games, to social media, why can't young people be addicted to porn? You have grown adults who are addicted to porn. And the sad thing with porn is that once people start getting addicted, it gets more depraved. First, you might watch, you know, just the normal missionary man, woman. Then you go on to, you know, the group stuff. Then now you're looking at, you know, man on man, girl on girl. Then you're going on to bestiality. You know what I mean? So then it just, it's just like a level. And then, you know, God forbid, some people get into the whole fucking child porn shit. That's when you know you fucking lost your damn marbles. So that's when you, you have to be very, very careful with where this role leads people. And I don't think people have honest conversations, man. We're just so quick to judge and, you know, just say pornography bad. But that that's not that's not a conversation. We need to hear from young people like her talking and talking in a in a very just very open. Like I just I was I was blown away when I watched the interview and I heard what she had to say. Blown away. Because like I said, these are conversations I've had with friends. These are conversations we talked about. And it's like, wow, I had no idea it was that bad. But it, it does get that bad for people. And I don't think it's to judge them or shame them. Because I feel like all of this was done by design to overly sexualize, you know what I'm saying, young people and let them lay down their guard and, you know, be willing to be turned out and, and, and thinking that this is a way to be. And... Another thing that was very deep to me, she says that she got so addicted to porn, she would have sleep paralysis and she would have nightmares. And she was very young at the time. To me, it sounds like she was being molested or touched by uh, <laughs> succubus, succubus spirit. Sounded like it was some spiritual stuff going on with her. You know what I'm saying? Because she was saying she was a virgin at the time. But she's up watching all this porn. And then when she's going to bed, she's having sleep paralysis where you can't move. You know, portals, you know, 
different things can come into us. So that, yeah, it goes deep. Yeah, Google that stuff. Yeah. Oh, incubus. Is it an incubus if it's a boy and a subacus if it's a woman? I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's incubus, but it's one of those sexual spirits. I think maybe one is for a man, one is for a woman. But um, yeah, sleep paralysis is very scary. Very scary. And that's really sad as she was going through that at such a young age. So I, I just, I commend her for being open because I don't see many young people talking about this and being as open and as upfront as she was in that interview. So I think this is something that needs to be discussed. And this is something that parents need to be aware of that kids have access to pornography. Kids have access to a lot of stuff that as parents, we don't want them to have access to. We would think like, oh no, they wouldn't have access to that. You know, I monitor everything. Child, please. When they get on the playground, when they get on the bus, okay, they're watching all of this stuff because maybe you might monitor your child, but the damn, you know, I want to be my child's best friend. Mama may not be monitoring what her child does, but her child and your child are friends. And what her child has on her phone is something totally different than what your child has on their phone. But now your child is being exposed to a bunch of sexual shit before she or he is ready to be exposed to it. That's where a lot of kids end up looking at porn is on the playground. It's happened to several people I know. Supposed to be out there on the damn monkey bars, just, you know, hanging, hanging out, going down the slide. Y'all over here in the damn sandbox looking at titties and shit. What are y'all doing? Go build a sandcastle. <laughs> it goes deep, man. Let me read some of these chats. I've been on here for an hour. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I got a bunch of chats that came in. Sorry if I miss anything. Let's see. Uh, Misty Blue sent $50. She says, my 14-year marriage was ruined by my partner's porn addiction. He changed so much that it killed his empathy and libido. I'm educating myself on the effects. I've decided it's the Jezebel spirit being channeled and the abuse and brain damage is killing a generation. Mm. Talk about it, Missy. Thank you so much for being honest about what you're going through. I know you told me about you and your husband, you know, separating and stuff like that. I didn't know that was the extent of it. But yeah, it's very real, you know, and spirits are real. And I always talk about it when we have the Zoom meetings about, you know, portals and, and things coming through the computer. And, you know, it's just it's real. It's all it's all energy. So, yeah, you know, there's different spirits, Jezebel spirits and things like that that can attach themselves onto you. You know, it, it gets so bad for some people, like they have to have porn. Like they're even, I remember one of my coworkers back in the day and he was really cool, good guy. You know what I'm saying? Very nice, spoke to everybody. He had a wife and kids. He got fired because he was watching porn at work. Like how bad is it that you're supposed to be doing customer service? Everything we do at work is monitored. Our screens are monitored, our phone calls. But he was so addicted that during his lunch breaks, he would sit and watch porn. And I don't know if somebody walked by or if they ended up monitoring his screen randomly, but they find he had been working at that office for about five, six years. He lost everything. Imagine losing a good paying job because you can't stop watching porn. It's that real. I know people who will 
not to be vulgar, will go out to their cars on their lunch break, watch porn and jack off and then go back to work. The addiction is real. I've heard a lot of stories. I'm not trying to be rude. I've heard a lot of stories. It's that real. It's that addictive to some people. They have to get one off. They can't get it off with their wife, but they can go on their lunch break in their car and go let one off. Like, what kind of shit is that? And now you're in the office touching shit, trying to shake hands. You're at the water cooler touching shit. Like, sir, oh God, I, I just hate to even imagine it. But people do it. People do it. <sighs> the stories I've heard. Um, let's see here. Oh, somebody said guilty. Ah, ah, is it? Ezek said guilty. Ah, uh, ah, uh, you at work jerking off? Oh, <laughs> I'm not judging you, but yeah, it's it. Thank you for being honest. It really happens. Y'all think I'm just up here bullshitting? Ezek just admitted he said guilty. He beats his meat at work, <laughs> and some girls do too. So it's not just men. Some girls get off at work watching porn. So. Like I said, I've heard a lot of stories. Um, Fly Girl T says, I told you way back when, girl, them things was swinging. Jada Fire, nope, I'm going to call you Lovely D's. Start your only fan. Pay your house off. Oh, my God, y'all are a mess. Thank you so much. I wonder if I could start OnlyFans, honey. The Jada Fire, the bootleg Jada Fire. Come watch her now. <laughs> now I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? She got that lane. But it was just the weirdest thing, like, Cause I, I was like so offended at first. I'm like, oh, they're just trying to disrespect me as a black woman. How dare you say I look like a porn star? This is some bullshit. Then I went to Google Jada Fire, and I said, I said, oh shit, my okay, I rest my case. They weren't even trying to be disrespectful. Me and this bitch look just alike. <laughs> but she's a sweet girl, though. She seems really sweet. Um, I think I did. I I don't think. No, I don't follow. I don't follow her. But I've seen her. You know when she trends and shit. You know, I'll go and check on her, see what she's up to. But um, seems like a sweet lady, but I just, I, you know, that's just not my thing. I would never get into porn, but to each its own. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to knock anybody because people do what they feel like they need to do. But it's a very exploitive industry. I will say that. Very exploitive. And especially if you're black, you do not make as much money as a white porn stars. You just don't. And hell, it got so bad, honey. Uh who was a big porn star? Jenna Jameson. Remember in the 90s? She's another one in the 90s. Oh, I'm a porn star. I'm that bitch. Big titties. Watch me fuck. I'm making money. I'm getting awards. Oh, she was loving the fame. Now she's old and washed up. Oh, she's woke. Porn is bad. The Illuminati. Oh, you ever seen? Y'all seen the new Jenna Jameson? That bitch woke as fuck. I said, damn, she don't went from sucking dick to preaching. Okay, ma'am. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Jenna Jameson out there calling out She be going off on Twitter, calling out all the elites. I'll be like, okay, Jenna, do you boo. <laughs> Did y'all call me lovely fire? Y'all are a mess. Lovely. <laughs> y'all are a mess in the chat. Um, let's see here. Um, modern old soul says, very true T. Porn will give you unrealistic expectations of sex, especially for men. Yes, that's true. And you know, and 
A few of my guy friends really got on me. Like, they were like, I don't know, like, low-key mad. I was like, shut up. Nobody asked you to watch my damn stream. But I guess when I had said the whole thing, remember the guy said money was like, no, T, that's not right. When I was like, the average guy is like, you know, seven to nine inches. Well, oh my gosh, the backlash I got from my guy friends and the guy who sent money just to be like, that's so wrong. You need to shout out the five inch guys too. Some of us are growers and not showers, you know, but I think that's where my perception has been warped, you know, from going on Twitter and seeing all these King Kong dongs hitting me in the forehead every damn morning. So I'm assuming, well, damn shit, uh, these eggplants on Twitter are big as hell. I'm assuming all y'all are that size. But yeah, I had a few guys like like literally like low-key check me like, no, that's not cool. And you're putting, you know, uh, bad expectations. You're going to make these young boys want to pump themselves. I was like, I don't know, bitch. I, I just be on Twitter. That's why I see all these big, you know, cocks. But yeah, they told me that the average guy is five and a half to seven. They said that's average. They said anything over average is like super big. I didn't know that. I thought average was seven to nine. <laughs> and anything over nine was super big. But they scooped me. So like the guys, they were mad. They were, uh-uh, because you're not going to act like, because I'm seven inches, I'm small. Okay, I, I, did, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> this conversation it just went to hell. I swear. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of guys were in their feelings, but now I know. But I think, like I said, me thinking that comes from porn. Comes from me minding my business on Twitter and getting hit in the morning every day with big cocks. It's none of my business. 7 a.m. wake up call. <laughs> Morning wood. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Teresa says, what's your take on the Hitman Holler video that leaked on Twitter? Love you. I seen that video too. And then somebody had to know to send me an old porn tape of Tristan Thompson. I said, damn, he's been out here just wilding out for years. The porno from Tristan is from three years ago, but it was it was interesting to watch. Yeah. Hitman Holler. <laughs> a lot of people said it was small, but again, a lot of y'all who keep saying that guys are small, they're probably, you know, misguided because of porn. I think that's what it is with a lot of women. I think at this point, we don't know what average is versus large. I mean, we can all agree, you know, small is small, but I just think that a lot of us just haven't misconstrued. Because, you know, and it's to the point now where people will be like, Oh my gosh, that's small, but it's not small. But because we're used to seeing these King Kong guys, you assume that. So poor guys who were like shunned and they weren't actually small. They were just average. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Camille H says, do you think porn addiction and violent behavior are linked? Like if a guy thinks women are like porn stars are rudely mistaken, they get violent. I think there can be a link in that, but I think it's probably more or less like in the bedroom or even men looking at women as objects as opposed to women. You know what I'm saying? Looking at them as disposable objects to just be, you know, ran through and discarded. I think that's where porn can take a violent turn as well, because if you're thinking that a woman is just a disposable object that's just there for your pleasure and nothing more, well, what's to stop you from after you get off on her, you know, choking her to death. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's like the slippery slope 
you know, with a lot of these passion crimes and stuff like that. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Valerie said 999. She says, I can relate to Billy. I was exposed at eight. It's like a demon that keeps pushing you in. I'm in my 20s and I don't watch anymore, but there's still that urge I try to keep away. Wow. Thank you, Valerie. And that's a female talking. So that's what I'm saying. This affects young girls and young boys. And, you know, when a child is tapped early and they shouldn't be, it can really take a toll on them. It can make them more sexual. It can make them more curious than they should be. You know, so that's why it's very important to keep porn and things like that away from young children. But unfortunately, it's like this stuff is being fed to them everywhere they go. You know, that's why a lot of I don't think like young kids should even be on social media because there's no way for you to. If I can't control what goes on my timeline and I'm an adult and I'm not following these people, there's no way an eight year old can can control what comes on their timeline. You know, so that's the part that's unfortunate. Um, Let's see here. Andrea B says, I saw it Googling stuff for a project at 10. Then back when Jeeves was a thing, everything popped up. My parents put me in therapy at 13, but my relationship, I have struggled in that department. Oh, I think you meant I started Googling stuff at 10. Okay, so you got into porn at 10. Is That's what I'm assuming that you're saying. Thank you for the um, super chat. Uh, Brian sent five says, okay, but who put the picture of Nick Cannon on discord? I was just minding my business and threw my phone. Chat! <laughs> I, I was good, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to do it. It was who posted that. I forgot, but yeah. And then they go on time, put a little safety thing on. They try to put a little screen. And then as soon as you clicked it, all you seen was this big old pain. I'm like, oh shit. I said, y'all in the discord while in the day. <laughs> They did. They tried to put a little shield over it, but it didn't work. Not you trying to throw your phone, honey. Emily talking about she she seen a smiley face, and it was by what she say. His thing was so long, it almost touched his collarbone. I said Emily's old country self. She had me cracking up during that podcast. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Jason Five says, "Hey T, I just watched a documentary about a pastor." who used to be a porn star. He talked about how demonic it is. Ooh, please send me the link to that documentary. That sounds interesting. So he went from doing porn to being a pastor. That's deep. Thank you for that. Um, Ronafo says, I sent you a video via email. Porn definitely traumatized me as a kid, age seven, and carried over into adulthood. I wish many more blessings and a quick recovery. Thank you so much. And thank you for your honesty. I really just appreciate y'all being very honest in this stream, you know, because again, the people who think that this can't happen to their kid or, you know, they're doing a good job of keeping an eye on their kid. These are real people sharing their testimonies that, look, I was seven when I ran across porn and it affected me, you know, so it's it's real out here. Um, Martinez says, T, look into the amount of 18 to 22-year-old men with ED in this newer generation. Researchers blame porn. You talking about 18 to 22-year-olds have ED is erectile dysfunction, right? Damn. Damn. Y'all are too young for y'all to just not be able to get up normally like that. It, it has to be from the porn. Because if these kids have been watching it since even before they've hit puberty, okay? 
You should not be having ED until you're like, a shit, hopefully, God willing, 75. Anybody want to hear that shit in their damn 30s? I can't get it up. Wait, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'm assuming 75. Damn, 18 to 22. That is crazy. So no wonder why some of these young boys are having to take Viagra. That is scary. That is so scary. Wow. That is so young. Mm. Thank you for that, Martini. I appreciate you. Um, Shelly G says, I remember when I ran across soft porn for the first time on Cinemax. <laughs> Me too. And on HBO After Dark. Yep. Uh-huh. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Tony Cross says, remember certain channels um, came on regular cable like Cinemax in the late 90s? Yep. Other people remember those, those Cinemax shows. Yep. Cinemax was always showing soft porn back then. Yep. I remember that. Look, everybody raising their hand. Guilty. BET Uncut. But BET Uncut, it was wild, but it wasn't. Cinemax was showing a lot more than BET Uncut. Trust and believe. You might get some ass shaking. Nelly might swipe a credit card down somebody's ass, but on Cinemax, you were seeing titties. <laughs> People was filling on each other. It was all types of weird stuff on Cinemax. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sunny Monroe says, hey, T, hopefully you remember me. I suggested you use You Can't Sit With Us some years ago. Thank you for everything you do because this work is not easy. Also, have you seen the settlement ads for Astroworld? Thank you so much. Yeah, I remember that. You were the one who wrote in the comment. They can't sit with us. So thank you so much for that. And yeah, I've been seeing all of the, the ads. At this point, like I've said, it's bigger than Travis Scott. It's now just become a money grab for corporations, for lawyers, and things like that. So yep, I've seen them. They're like, one of my friends got a text message. And he doesn't even live in Houston. He lives in Dallas. And they're like, well, you heard at Astro World. If you were hurt, call this number to get, you know, compensation. He's like, I don't even live in Houston. So they're like, they're really trying to, they're trying to milk this lawsuit. So I see why he was out here copping please with Charlemagne honey, because they're going to go with this lawsuit. But thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Yashina says, hey, lovely diva, just wanted to say I love you and you keep it 100 Shit is getting real out here, definitely. And thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. Um, Mucha says, like I said before, you're too good to ST. We know lovely Joe is watching and taking notes. Much love and many prayers to you, big sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Crystal Go says, Happy holidays, T. Also need to hold them, also men need to hold themselves accountable and be honest when they're struggling and seek the help that's available. Too many men deny therapy and even when you push them to go. I definitely agree. Yeah. I don't think it's any woman's job, you know what I'm saying, to hold a man's hand or tell him, you know, repeatedly what he needs to do. At the end of the day, everybody's grown, you know, and you have to be responsible for yourself. And you know when you need help. You know when you need therapy. You know when you need to talk to somebody. So everybody should take accountability and do that. And especially people are telling you, you know, if people are trying to like, like, hey, maybe you should get some therapy because you're tripping right now. You know, take heed to that. Don't just dismiss them. Don't just, you know, shut them down. So I definitely agree with that. So thank you. Um, let's see here.
Business Minded says, I just want to thank you. I just want to send you my prayers ahead of surgery and thank you for the back-to-back content tea. You keep blessing our feeds and I love it. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. Like I said, I want to do as many and put out as much content as possible before I'm gone. I'm be gone for several weeks. So hopefully this will like hold people over. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Father of Birds sent $49.99 says, Hey T, I know you'll be away and I wanted to wish you speedy recovery. May God continue to bless you and your family. May you have a restful holiday season. We can't wait for another successful year for you in 2022. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming through. I'm trying to go through and read all these chats here. Um, I've been on for an hour and 24 minutes. We're just going to read the chats because that was really the last story was the Billy Ellish. Uh, Static Shock Nini says, hey, T, I work with children with behavioral issues and the stories I hear. Allegedly, one girl has a video of her going in on a dildo. Ooh, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of these stories. You know, these kids are getting exposed to so much stuff. You know, um, and speaking, let's let's t- let's hit on the the dildos real quick. I've noticed a lot of the blogs are pushing those more and more, and this is not to knock anybody specifically because I get it; it's advertisement dollars. But I've noticed it's being pushed like constantly. You know, and there's nothing wrong with like sex toys and dildos. If that's how you get down, that is your business. Nothing wrong with it. But we also have to remember that, you know, too much of anything can be a bad thing. And it's to the point now where some of these dildos and sex toys are so good at making women orgasm that they feel like they don't even need a man anymore. So it's causing a lot of issues, especially for like older women, like I would say 30 and up, it's starting to cause issues, especially if they're single, because now they're having expectations of, well, if I'm with the man, he needs to make me come seven times. Bitch, we're not, he's not a jackrabbit. I get one good nut and go to bed. But because they're getting so spoiled by these dildos and these sex toys, they're expecting to come seven times in 10 minutes. Well, that's not how, you know, biology works. You're not supposed to come that many damn times in 10 minutes. Fuck. I mean, even like on some of the comments I'm reading and people are like, yeah, I be at work and I put it in my panties at work and I just, <laughs> at the damn, <laughs> the whole world is just addicted to sex and porn and just weirdo shit. Child, I be just, I just be sipping slow. Like, okay, well, good on you, sis. I I don't know. Like, how can you work? Like, I couldn't talk to a customer. Just, oh, like no i don't like i want to be focused with the guy and i child i don't know what the hell this world is doing to us honey but the average man is not a jackrabbit ladies okay if you're gonna play with dildos please have real you know have realistic expectations you you cannot compare a human being to a jackrabbit toy or a rose or just all these new sex toys that just keep coming out so you know what i'm saying message no more i was with a guy the other day and I, i'm cool i got my sex well yeah because you're comparing a live human being to a sex toy it's never going to be the same you know so i just feel like a lot of this stuff is it's unfortunately making it where we're not having that connection with each other anymore you got 18 to 20 year olds with ed you got you know women 20 you know like 30 
aren't up addicted to dildos and sex toys. It's just child, this whole world, honey. To each his own. I'm just saying, just be realistic. You're going to use them, that's your business, but then you can't put that expectation on a human being. Nobody's going to make you come 10 times in a row in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, there are no children here. Damn it, making Christmas cookies somewhere. Cause we're we're going in tonight. <laughs> Billy Ellis then turned this stream to something else. Um, let's see here. K Will says my ex-husband got kicked out the army because of his porn addiction. He was watching porn on a US Army computer and it leaked classified info across the internet. Y'all are spilling some real tea. I didn't come here for all this. I didn't know that. Wow. Damn. So he got that addicted. He don't put the 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 free world at risk trying to bust a nut. No, just, sorry. Too soon. Sorry. But no, that's sad though. That's that's really sad. That's how you know you're addicted. When you're in the US military, you're supposed to be protecting us. You over here jerking off and, and watching porn. About to let the damn Taliban sneak in here because you're trying to get one off. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the super chat, love. Wow. I'm just shocked by some of these stories. Wow. Porn addiction is real. It is very, very real. And people are sharing their stories. Thank you so much. Um, Jason15 says, given all these issues with porn, do you think legalizing sex work could make hypersexualization of our society worse? Should sex work be shamed or destigmatized? By the way, I love your videos. Thank you so much. You know. I guess I'm kind of conflicted with the sex work thing. I, I've never cared what two consenting adults do, right? So if it's a man and you want to go, you know, grab a chick off the whole straw and give her five dollars for a sucky sucky, that's your that's between you and her. But then it gets more complicated with the internet because now unfortunately you have sex trafficking. So whereas on the street, there was kind of like a code. You know, of course, they want the younger girls as opposed to the crackhead, you know, prostitute. There's levels to this shit, right? But on the internet, it's so easy to exploit a lot of young girls. That's my main issue with sex work is that you have a lot of young women who are being exploited by pimps and by people, you know, who mean them no good. And they're selling them, you know. Um, I think if an adult woman wants to do sex work, like, you know, be a cam girl or be on OnlyFans playing with toys. That is her business. If people want to trick off their money to watch that, that's not for me to judge. But the slippery slope is when you have kids being involved in it. That's the part that makes me scared. Because the way some of these little girls look, I can see how some men don't realize that it's a little girl. Now, when she talks, you're going to know it's a little girl. But just to look at some of these girls, just physically, you don't know the heavy ass makeup, you know, all the hormones in the in the food. So their titties are bigger than mine. And they're like 12. It's like, well, damn, we're a bigger bra than me. And you're 12. You know, so it, it, it's a very slippery slope and it's very scary. And because these kids are being so sexualized and being young, you don't think of it as a bad thing. You know, you feel like it's attention and, you know, you're not understanding like, you know, how dark it gets. So I think if they end up legalizing it everywhere, 
it can help, I guess, the older people who want to be involved in that industry. But my fear is there's going to be a lot of young people, you know, barely legal, quote unquote, that are going to get caught up in that. You know, so it, it's sad. And you already have young girls. Remember a few years ago, I did the story about the cheerleader who was pimping out the other cheerleaders. Like she was a whole madam. Bitch was like 17. People not the whole cheerleading squad. And had like a whole thing on the paper, like 50 bucks for a blowjob, $100 for anal. You know, it was like, it was crazy. The whole cheerleading squad was being pimped out by the head cheerleader. Crazy story. I know Lovely News Network used to cover all the crazy stories. And they ended up charging her. I mean, she got charged with a felony, but she was pimping out the rest of the little girls on the cheerleading team. And the thing is, these guys were going for it. They knew these were young girls. They was going for it. They was hitting her up, the, the so-called cheer madam. You know, what? this was before Cash App, but they were sending her the money. And then she would call the girls, like, go on over there and go suck them off. And then she'd give them $10 and she'd keep 40 That bitch was bad. I said, oh, damn. Who taught her the game? Like, what the? <laughs> yeah, y'all remember that story? Yep. She was a cheerleader. She was pimping the whole cheerleading team. She was a little mixed girl. Pimping the whole cheerleading team. Yeah, it's not funny, but it is funny. It's not funny, but you know what I'm saying? Just the fact that she was able to do this whole elaborate thing at 16, and then the other girls was doing it, and they was, you know, they was happy to get extra money, and then they really got upset once they found out that she was keeping a bulk of the money. That's when, like, a lot of the drama, that's how I think, that's how it leaked, because they thought they were going to get half, and she was like, no, you get a quarter. You, they charge you 50, you're not getting 25, you're getting 10, 15. So I think that's where some of the drama, you know, kids, honey, you can't play with kids and they money. I done sucked this dick and you're not giving me my $25. I'm telling. I think that's really how I got out. Can't make this shit up. <laughs> I miss Lovely News Network. I swear I do. I used to have some crazy stories on there. Uh, let's see here. Um, Fly Girl T says, and most men, you'll be lucky if they hold up for 30 minutes straight, let alone 10. If you got good cookie, anyone who brags about their skills, a lot of times they're straight cat, <laughs> especially the silent ones. Yeah, I don't listen to people who brag about their sex life or how good I, I think it's all cat. Suki with the good coochie and all that bullshit, but can't keep a guy. Um Kevin Gates, oh, I do this, I do that, I do this. Then his porn tape leaked. I was not impressed. So, yeah, I, I just think a lot of that should be cap, honey. Um, And Gozy says, hey, I'm sorry, team. I love my toy rose. I named her Tulip, and she's done more for me than any man combined. I'm just saying, LOL, love you, sis. See you in the Discord. Y'all are mad. <laughs> Too much info. <laughs> like I said, I'm not knocking it. Do what gets you off. That is your business. All I'm saying is do not bring tulip, that tulip expectation to a real human being. That's where the disconnect is coming in, is that women are, you know, finding a boyfriend and then dumping on him a week later like, he didn't make me nut 10 times like tulip. Well, he's not gonna. It's not how he's built. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Just remember that. People are human beings. That's like guys getting mad because they've been smashing sex dolls for the past four years, the sex doll is shapely. She's bad as hell. And then they get with you and you're actually telling them to do shit. And they're mad like, oh, she does this nag and want me to mow the grass. And bitch, I'm not a sex doll. Yeah, I want you to do shit around here. I just, I just gave you some. I expect you to put in work. 
Like, no, I'm not a sex guy. I'm just about to fuck me and then roll over and play video games. I need you to get out and take the trash out and, you know what I'm saying, put some gas in my car, do something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't have expectations of human beings. Do not compare them to inanimate objects like sex toys and sex dolls. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, Danielle Latson says, hey, auntie, I started watching YouTube. Love what you do. Crack me up uh, when you and Miss Ebony about uh, Nick. Congratulations. I stay in H-Town. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, the message. That whole Nick Cannon situation was a hot mess. I swear it was. So thank you for that. Um, Black Joker Kane says, I bought five toys for guys and it's been the best decision ever. Okay. You're a guy. I bought five toys for guys. Okay. Okay, so the guys are getting into the toy. Was it a tulip? Like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what toys, I mean, besides sex dolls, I don't know what all toys guys use, but okay, I'm glad it worked out for you and the guys that you bought the sex toys for. All right. Let's see here. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this. T-N-O-U-S-C-C-H-G-C. Sorry, I just had to spell it out. Sam Fai says, I love the pretty privileged green room. A lot of good information. Please bring back the co-host with the heavy accent. She was good. Uh, thank you so much. That was Marianelle. Thank you. Yeah, last night's green room was amazing. I had a good time talking to everyone. Um, people called in with just so many good points. The chat was popping. So thank you to everybody who came to the green room. I appreciate that. So you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 30 minutes. I'm going to get ready to log off. I'm just trying to look and see. I, I know I have a lot of super chats I've missed and I apologize. Um, little I, thank you so much for the $4.99 super sticker. Um, Annie M says, thank you for keeping us informed. Much love. You're so welcome. Thank you. Um, Angel Isaac says, dear T, you saved me from being promiscuous in my teen years. Wow. I focused on it and my interest in doing real life until I was in my late 20s graduating. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. I always love when people tell me like I've affected them for the positive. So that makes me feel good. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mercy C said, I'm going to miss you. Glad I caught this live. I'm just coming out of quarantine. Got to go back to work tomorrow. Great way to end the night. Love you. Love you too. So you guys, once again, sorry if I missed um, people's super chats. I know a lot of people sent a lot of super chats, um, lots of messages, but I have to get ready to go, but I'll read them all when I get offline. So thank you guys once again for joining me today. This was a dope stream. You know, I'm glad we got a chance to just talk about a lot of stuff especially, you know, concerning the whole Billy Ellis situation. Cause I think, you know, all jokes aside, it's very important that we have these type of discussions because a lot of times people are embarrassed and people don't know that these issues are really happening. And the common denominator is porn, you know, everything from young guys with ED to, you know, women being, you know, addicted to tulips and stuff. So, <laughs> so, you know, these are conversations that we need to have. So once again, you guys, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, I might do one more stream before I, I leave. I'm not sure, but we'll definitely do a zoom meeting, um, tomorrow. So, um, for the discorders, we'll have a zoom meeting tomorrow and then the party Friday. So 
Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night.